Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us. Joining us for the first time as a co-host, Allison McKinney is here. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be here. It's fun to get to talk to you and get to see you more. Yeah, this is awesome. This really is. Let me see. Aaron is, um, Aaron is at Stafford uh, Motor Speedway. Uh, SRX, that's her old home track. Our old buddy Doug Kobe is up there mm-hmm. with uh, the SRX program. Ashley is somewhere between here and Pennsylvania because <laughs> the family is doing a move. A couple of weeks ago, we're out at Millbridge, and Allison comes up, and she said, you said, you know, if you ever need a co-host, and I'm like, yeah, cool, and, and we've known each other for years and years, years and, yeah. I, and I came back, and I said, I, I think she'd be really, really good. I think she, she's great. She talks. She's good. Knows everybody in the sprint car world, and who would know two weeks later, it's like, right. here we are. So it is I cool. mean, I was joking with you, but I, I will always talk about yeah. sprint cars. <laughs> no, so. I knew that. Exactly. <laughs> I knew that. All right. So for those of you new to Allison, all right, your background, you have got a famous sprint car father. Tell us about him. Um, yeah. So my dad's Bobby Marshall. Um, I grew up in Texas. Devil's Bowl Speedway is, uh, is his home track. And so he was one of the first guys that ran the World of Outlaws tour. So it was a great time in sprint car racing back then. Great stories for sure. (laughs) I am sure. That is for sure. Now, we go on. You and I shared Kenny Wallace, not at the same time, but we both have a a past with Kenny Wallace doing PR. That is an education in itself, isn't it? In itself. I started out as PR and ended up going to work directly for him and Kim as his business manager. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Kenny's great. Yeah. Part of the family still to this day. We all are, right? <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, once you're with uh, Kenny, your family mm-hmm. exactly. And uh, so, and then and you do other PR, okay? And now your life is taking you. So the, you are a mom of a racer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> tell me about. Uh, tell me about your boy. So Colt is seven now. He'll be yeah. eight in May. Um, we started him out in quarter midgets just because they have a great rookie program, you yeah, know, and yeah. they have. There's such an opportunity to travel, um, to go to some regional races. And um, Danielle, another Kenny Wallace PR yeah, exactly. graduate. Um, so Danielle Fry runs um, the USAC National Program now for quarter midgets. And so we did that for a couple of years. We still have a quarter midget that we're definitely planning on racing some more with him. 
Um, Colt's biggest race he's excited about this year is going to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But this time, they're going to run the dirt track. Really? Quarter midgets. Yeah. That's awesome. And it happens to be the same week that SRX is in town. It's 4th of July weekend. So my husband is the competition director for SRX. Right. So he's with Aaron and Ray at the racetrack in Stafford right now. There we go. They're testing. And um, so we'll be able to do a two-for-one. We can go watch them um, race out at the pavement track and then go to the dirt track and Colt can run his quarter midget. But now he's into outlaw carts. As soon as we let him run um, a dirt car one time, he looked at me and he goes, Mom, I don't care if I ever run a quarter midget again. He said, I want to see my buddies, but dirt track racing is where I want to be. So We have it, and I've shared this with people, North Carolina, 10 years ago when we started Wing Nation, North Carolina was all late model country. For sure. And great great late model racing. This is not not a knockout. Our open wheel scene has... Flip nearly 180 degrees. No, we're not Pennsylvania. We're not California. We get that, okay? But our scene is really good, and it starts with Millbridge Speedway. What they have done there is amazing for for families like you to go racing and and, and get the kids involved. It's amazing what we have here in our area. The level of competition out there, I mean, it's insane. And and it's the same way at Salisbury at the North Carolina Quarter Midget Association. If If you can race well here on either one of those tracks, when these kids go and race somewhere else, they always perform so well because just the level of equipment, I mean, just because of the the motorsports industry here, sure. and then just the level of competition and talent. I mean, kids start young. My dad didn't start racing until he was 19 years old. Yeah. I mean, that's why his number was 19. I'm pretty sure. I think he just picked it because it was, his it was age. one of his, yeah, it was one of his favorite numbers, and it was uh, and it was his age at the time. So, but I mean, you know, Colt started, he went through quarter midget training at four and a half. So, um, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be eight and he's been, this is his third season of racing. It's crazy. How are you, are you good with, were were you uh, nervous or concerned about, you know, the path and you're a racing Mm -hmm. girl. I get that. But did mom say, here's a golf club, here's a baseball bat or anything like that? Or were you all in the racing? No, I take him with me pretty much everywhere I go. And and, I mean, and, and I love it. I mean, it's, it's my passion and I just, I love spending time with family, with friends, your racing family is your family, you know? So, um, no, I, I wanted him to race. My only thing was I told Ryan from the beginning, I said, no flat carts. I'm just, as long as it has a roll cage on it. And, um, yeah, so that was like, that was my one thing. I know so many friends keep saying, you got to get him in a go-kart at GoPro and which is another amazing track that we have right here. And, um, no, when they tell you that those carts are designed to, for the kid to actually fly out of them, if they, (laughs) no, no, (laughs) so, um, you know, I'm lucky enough that I've, that, over, over the years throughout my career, I've worked with all the best safety companies um, yeah, for right. one driver or another. And so I feel like, you know, we're never going to skimp when it comes on, um, comes to safety. Sure. And um, so, but I feel like my kid is safer with a helmet and a hybrid on strapped in a quarter midget or an outlaw cart than he is playing football, which he is dying to do. And uh-huh, yeah. he's like, you would rather me race than play football? And I said, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and I do. I'm from Texas. I love football. Yeah, it's exactly. like a religion yeah, there. Yeah, but um, yeah, exactly. I said, we'll wait till you're at least in middle school. So yeah, right absolutely. now, between baseball and racing, racing two different kinds of cars, we got enough going on. I know the answer to this question because I was out there and I saw him. Your dad is not into his grandson racing at all, no. is he? No, no, not at all. No, not at all. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know if he's chief mechanic, chief publicist, chief 
he's grandpa. He is. And I just I had a chance to catch up with him out there. It's just, but you talk about that's the family aspect of the sport. How many families are grandpa, grand, and and, and mom in the middle of it out there where you're getting dirty and doing For what sure. you're doing? That's fantastic. Well, and my husband, he didn't grow up with dirt racing as much. Mm-hmm. He's from Anderson, Indiana. Okay, yeah. So, you know, little 500. He grew up more pavement stuff. Yeah. And so, um, but, you know, moved down here early on. He's worked in NASCAR, right, you know, right. most of his entire life. And so... Um, so for him, I mean, I took him to his first chili bowl, you know, um, he hasn't been, Ryan hasn't been in Knoxville yet, but Colt went with me last year. He ran his first outlaw cart nationals and was there for, for Knoxville. So now it's, you know, it's, you can't go without me, mom. You can't leave me. I gotta go see, I gotta go see my guys. I gotta go see my friends. Oh gosh. Yeah. Those kids out there at Millbridge, they're they're all buddies. They really are. They're all buddies for sure. Uh, Finally, um, racing roots. Uh, you're in the podcasting world. Tell me about racing roots. So um, Taylor McLean and I uh, started a podcast. We started joking about this, I think, probably Chili Bowl two years ago. Um, We were just kind of telling stories and said, you know, we know the stories behind the stories. We know the stories that got us there, you know, or got these people to that position. So we were just talking about telling the more human side of it, um, the background to things. And so she finally convinced me to do it. And um, so we're we've got like four episodes out so far. Um, nice. We uh, we interviewed Aaron. Um, we've already asked Ashley if she'll do it as well. So you're on our list as well. So we're going to yeah. be calling you too. Yeah. But um, yeah, you can get it on any any podcast platform. Yep. Racing roots. Yeah. Right now we're doing one every other week. We just we didn't want to do Wise. too much at first. We're going to try and record a lot this summer. Maybe yeah. when we're more together this People summer. People jump in and say, "I'm going to do one here and I'm going to do one here," and I'm like, "That's great. What are you going to do on your 23rd show? Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do on show 46? You yeah. know, I mean." You start off and, and manage it, and that's kind of a little bit. Uh, well, and I don't think people realize that she, some people might know her as Brian no. Clawson's little sister, you know, yeah. and, and but I don't think they realize what she does with the Indiana Donor Network sure. and that Driven to Save Lives program. So with the theory behind it was, and actually Tim Clawson is the one that finally just said, y'all have got to do this. you got to yeah, quit talking yeah. about it. So um, she's the Clawson, and I'm the Marshall. So Got it covered, right? Um, yeah. So. <laughs> that is cool. Hey, let's get to our Hefner Racing Products Hot Topics, World of Outlaws. James McFadden and Carson Macedo finally put a stop to Brad Sweet. Boy, Sweet was on a roll, wasn't he? Man, he was on a roll. I mean, that team is just so good right now. They're just clicking on all cylinders. And we're going to talk to James McFadden to find out not only how Brad Sweet's team is, but how his team, KKR, is rolling along really, really well. Uh, Central Pennsylvania, uh, Williams Grove, we need to get up there and start doing rain dances or something because they have struggled been brutal. Lincoln, they all went Al Equipa at Lincoln. It was Tim Schaefer getting the win. Anthony Macri picked up the win at Port Royal. I love this. Danny Dietrich 14th to 4th <laughs> at Port Royal right up on the fence. Jumps in the transporter with the fire suit on. Awesome. Hauls it off. That That is... You know, that is that is your dad. That is throwback. That is That's old what they school did. racing old right school there. Racing. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Went down to, went down to Lincoln and uh, threw the gear change in it and um, raced to 11th place finish. Had motor problems. I want to give a shout out to Brandon Spithaller. He is a racer from Western Pennsylvania. Went to Attica and scored his first career win. Great, great stuff. Hey, our wow. friends at Hefner Racing Products. They love karting from sprints, road uh, racing to outlaw karts. HRP Streeter Super, uh, super Stands are the number one selling brand for karting. Automatic electronic uh, lifts, rolling stands, stacker to carry multiple Mm -hmm. carts. Just like sprint cars, HRP has tire racks, engine racks, 
bead, ble- uh, bead breakers, and a full line of carding accessories. You can find out more at hrpracing.com. We talked about James McFadden. He's going to join us here in a little bit. But Kokomo Speedway on Friday night, World of Outlaw and NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Here's Johnny Gibson with a little bit of the action. And now for the dry game death-defying move of the week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track move. Now to the inside of the speedway, James McFadden looking for the low side, can't get it done in one and two, gravel right back to the very bottom, McFadden around the traffic on the cushion, out of turn number four, McFadden looking for the lead, and he'll have it as they cross the line on lap 11, James McFadden takes the lead. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. For decades, Drydean Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydean offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to drydean.com. Driding, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, uh, right on our strength, is rolling along. We're in the Hercules Tire Studios in Concord, North Carolina. Let's go to the Dry Dean Hotline. Fresh off from a trip to Victory Lane at Kokomo, James McFadden joins us. Hello, James. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. Well, it is great to talk to you. Uh, It's about time someone beat your teammate. No, we were rolling along. (laughs) I would dare say KKR, with the way you're performing and the way Brad is rolling, you guys got it firing on all eight cylinders. Yeah, right now it's uh, it's a pretty cool place to be. Um, KKR's, obviously Brad's been dominating um, the last last few races, and then uh, to, to be up there with him and, and then the fight for the wins the last couple of shows and then to get one's been pretty cool. Um, obviously, the, the 49's the benchmark right now and, and I think we're uh, we're pretty close to around where they are. Absolutely. I mean, it's incredible what you've done since you uh, got back to the States. So what did, um, how do you feel like Casey and that team just uh, set everything up and had it all ready to go for you when you got here? Uh, obviously, Casey did a really good job um, at the start of the year and sort of made me ru- rush to get here because he was going so well. <laughs> I was worried for, for my seat. But, uh, yeah, he did a he did an awesome job. And, and I think the car right now is, is the, to be honest, the best car I've, I've sort of driven in my career. So um, getting me comfortable straight away was, uh, was seamless, really. It, uh, I just jumped back in like I'd been there you know, for the whole year. So we this is our third year together, um, and I think that helps a lot too. We've got the same team for the last couple of years, and just uh, it's really fun to drive right now, and it's really fun to be a part of um, the whole KKR operation. So do you and Casey have similar driving styles? Like, do you like the same things in a car, or um, or is it just that your guys were so familiar with you from from the past year that they were just able to take what you know what Casey had already honed in on and just adapt it to your style yeah more the the second option there Casey and I are probably 
a little different um, in driving styles. I'm a lot more aggressive on the wheel, and you know, uh, he's super smooth and um, probably the the opposite to how I am. So um, the first few races was just you know sort of getting the the base of the car was really good, um, just getting it fine-tuned to, to what I like. And, um, you know, like I said, we, we had notes from last year that we sort of are going through. And then, obviously, what those guys worked worked on at the start of the season obviously worked for what Casey did. So putting them both together, and it ended up, you know, pretty good race car right now. And, like I said, a lot of fun to drive. James, you have had a fascinating career in that down under you're like king of the world down there. You're you're one of the one of the top guys here in the states. You you've bounced around a lot, and it's difficult. I know with travel and not being here. You filled in for Casey a couple of years ago when he got injured. It's amazing, and and you have found a really good home now. Where 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 you're on that upper level of racing here. This opportunity with Casey Kane has really served you well. It appears from my perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've I've been coming to America for probably eight years, nine years now, and I just sort of bounce in and do twenty races um, and leave again. So I always come in the in the hardest part of the year through the summer with all the big races and sort of. Would have a, a bunch of good results and then a lot of bad ones too. So um, it was actually to the point that I was about done, you know, uh, trying to to race over here and was happy and content just to be in Australia. And and then the opportunity with Casey came, and obviously an unfortunate uh, unfortunate circumstances led to that opportunity. And then uh, what what was going to be a, a ten race sort of schedule ended up being now full time on the Outlaw Tour. So. I can't thank Casey enough and uh, and everyone involved with the team. It's it's a pleasure to drive that car. Obviously, it's a it's a outlaw championship winning car, and and the people on it are unbelievable. And this organisation is great. So, yeah, to be here um, is great. It's obviously the the pressure of being in in the nine car is is there, and it's something that I'm really enjoying doing. It's uh, it's taken a lot on my end to, to get here and, and be able to, you know, stay for the whole 10 months and and uh, something that I'm really, really looking forward to. When you when you jump in with a team like Casey, well, anyway, the world of outlaws, you become family. I've been seeing all kinds of stuff on Twitter. You are not only driving the wheels off that race car. I see you now with Casey's new screen printing T-shirt business. It sounds like they're working you about 50, 60 hours a week before they send you to the racetrack there. You've, uh, away from the, the, the actual racing in the race car, uh, looks like they're keeping you busy up there. Yeah, I can't, I can't sit still. I can't. Uh, I need to be doing something. And, you know, today I'm building workbenches and, and shelves for the, the screen printing place but yeah it's uh it's a bunch of fun here I, i'm a hands-on guy i like to work on the car i like to be busy otherwise i'm on board and i start to miss my family a lot more and being away you know so, so the busier i can stay um the better it is and sort of sounds funny but getting back to reality for, for three or four days a week is is really cool and it makes you look forward to, to going to the races more and more Absolutely. So you're a new dad, and then you uh, you have the biggest opportunity. I'm assuming you know yeah. of your of your racing career, and I've never heard you say that before that you were that close to being done. Um, so that had to be an incredibly hard decision. But um, 
but uh, one that it's amazing you were able to balance. How were you able to make that work with your family to uh, to have a new baby boy and then head back over here and jump in a race car? Yeah, uh, circumstances basically. Um, you know, I, I had a, I have a um, business, a home, um, building sprint car engines, and I sort of started to think that I was going to look at doing that a little bit more and and start looking towards the future of you know what I was going to do after racing and. Then the opportunity to drive the nine arose, and and last year we, we started chatting about it, um, just thrown around there halfway through the year, and and then uh, as the year progressed, we we started talking about it more seriously, and and uh, obviously my partner was was pregnant at the time, and um, yeah, I think for me, if I if I didn't do it now, I, I would never have done it. Um, you know, my my family are. Are going to come over hopefully if all all things go to plan in May and um and be with me for the year and yeah just just the way it all worked out my partner owns a business and she had to shut that down um you know for the six months nine months while while she's looking after a little boy and you know like I said it circumstances worked out that it's uh it's going to work and the whole coronavirus thing put a makes it a lot harder than than normal to travel so. That sort of that was about the only limiting factor that we had. But um, lucky enough, I have a very understanding partner and uh, and great support people back home with my parents and my partner's parents. And uh, like I said, it was a opportunity and a dream, um, basically, to live opportunity to live my dream. And uh, I think if I was older and, and didn't do it, I would uh, I would regret it. So that was basically what it all came down to. As a guy that moved away from a situation I did not have a child but was in a long relationship and things were rolling along, I took a move like that, and you will not regret it. You, uh, No matter what the results are, uh, you can you can kind of go back. I, I, I love that story, and I love people who take a chance. Even when, even when family and all of that are kind of piling up on you, uh, there's very few opportunities like this nine car. So when when she comes over, when they come over, are you going to be the motor coach family wheeling around the wheeling around <laughs> the country with the motor coach, or how 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 are you going to navigate that when they get over here? Yeah, I actually just bought just bought a motor home, so uh, <laughs> uh, obviously the steering wheel's on the wrong side and <laughs> different. So it'll be a learning experience. I'm sure I'll leave a slide out out or a, you know be working on it every day of the week, but. Looking forward to that part, honestly. I think for me, that's going to be a really cool experience. I have my family on the road, and something that, that me and my partner can talk to our kid about when we when we're older, and say, you know, we we travelled America, raced the spring cars. Like, not many people in the world get to say that. And um, like I said, it's the the opportunity with with the nine car and, and KKR is huge, and something that, like I said, I w- I would have regretted not doing. So um, if if we can, you know, make it as much family orientated as we can, still racing, I'm I'm going to be pretty happy with that. Well, and from a from a fan perspective, uh, Steve and I can definitely say that we're grateful that you took that opportunity yeah, because gosh. it's been incredible to watch you so far this year. And if you're this good, while you've got all those other things on your mind and you're, you know, part of your hearts in in Australia back home, then when they get here, watch out because <laughs> the rest of those guys, I feel like, are going to be in trouble. But you're also really lucky to be surrounded, like you said, by by a great racing family on this side. I mean, Casey's an amazing dad. You know, you yep. see him and his son a lot. And, um, and then, you know, Brad's a dad as well. And just 
the whole world of Outlaws Tour, you know, anybody I feel like that's lucky enough to be on there, you know, you always hear the stories about people having motorhome problems, but they stop on the road and they're all helping yeah. each other out yeah. and stuff. So don't worry. They'll they'll make sure. I'm sure, you know, the rest <laughs> of the guys will give you a hard time, too. Um, but and don't try to outpolish Sheldon Honshield and his wheels because that gets him very upset. He has to have the shiniest wheels. But, you know, everybody helps out. So um, that's incredible. I'm I'm excited for you, and I'm excited as a fan just to see what happens the rest of the year for you. No, I appreciate it. It's, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living my dream, and, you know, we've sacrificed a lot to come over here and, and do this. So I'm not here to just make up the numbers. Um, I think my mindset's a lot better than it has been in previous years. And, you know, you, you've got to... To sacrifice so much, you've got to make it worthwhile, and and that's the plan so far. And and I feel like I'm driving as good as I have. Um, my car's probably the best car I've ever driven, so confidence is high. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go better when my family comes because I'm probably going to live on four or five hours sleep. But um, <laughs> that'll be that'll be fun. Um, like I said, just a really cool experience. Something a bucket list thing. Not many people get to tick bucket list items off in their life, and for me, it's something that I've always wanted to do, but I just never had a had a grip on it, you know, um, opportunity to do it, and, and for it to come is, is pretty special. Special indeed, and uh, the racing you're doing is pretty special as well, James. Uh, we're going to get you back to your workbenches and your shelving up there. We, mm-hmm. don't want, uh, we don't want things to get slowed down up in the production <laughs> facility up there in uh, Mooresville, but uh, thanks for the time. We appreciate you spending some time with us here today. Oh, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. There we go. James McFadden joining us here. Man, that guy, that's just... Such a cool story. He really is. Last year, they do KKR um, up there. They do a um, flea market for the local 305 racers. And I'm up there, and James is just hanging out there having a beer with it. And the the, the 305 drivers, they're like, oh, my gosh, James McFadden's here. And and he knows so much about cars, and he builds engines down in uh, Australia. And they were like... Oh my gosh! They're just literally standing around picking their brains. So not only did, did did Casey and everyone up there provide a flea market where they could get some parts, but like had, they had a genius there too for the Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. And James was a little so bit of amazing. free advice. It really was. So really, really fun stuff. Love what's happening with James McFadden. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car sanctioning body, is bringing more thrills with winning and even more non-winning action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can be there, get double streaming fun with Racing Boys and GoRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full lineup of this now at ASCSRacing.com. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. 
What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics apparel distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. We are spoiled, rotten sprint car fans in 2021, Allison. Absolutely. I am telling you, with all of our pay-per-view options, Mm -hmm. okay, I get to pop down, I get to to do my NASCAR thing, and then on a Friday night, late night, pop on to Flow Racing, check out Ocean Speedway, and then I see my pal Bud Kading picking up the win. He joins (laughs) us now on the Dryden Hotline. Hello, Bud. Welcome back to Wing Nation. How are we doing, guys? Doing good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Just uh, working here at the shop, getting stuff ready uh, to go for this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on that win at Ocean Speedway. I'm telling you, you win in the 360s in California. You, you've got a handful out there, but um, you got the win on Friday night. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, the 360 thing obviously has gotten pretty big here over the last few years. And uh, I'd say the toughest competition you got in, in the state right now is Friday nights up there at Ocean Speedway with, you know, Nettos and and Justin Sanders and I mean Golubic showing up. I mean there's I mean there's you know thirty five to forty five cars on a Friday night right now. So uh it's it's definitely a, the toughest field of cars that you have here. Everyone shows up on uh, on Friday night up there. It's the only gig in, in the state on Friday nights right now. Yeah. So you just um just, just rolled into it. The the state of we, we talk about this. That's the only Friday night gig. There's all kinds of options uh, options on Saturday night mm-hmm. as far as 360 goes. But it but it just appears that the 360 world out there is fairly healthy at that point. Is is, is that where you guys are at in California, Bud? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. We're, yeah. You're kind of forced to run them. I mean, we're four uh, ten people. That's what uh, we right. started racing. But mm-hmm. uh, somebody got it in their brain that it was cheaper to run 360s, and uh, really the only thing cheaper about 360 racing is the guy paying the purse uh, at this rate. I mean, it's the same yeah. everything. And uh, I don't know if you guys have bought a new 360 motor in the last year or two, but uh, <laughs> they're within three to $5,000 of a 410 motor. So uh, uh, I think that analogy of it being cheaper kind of went out the window. But uh, it's sprint car racing at the end of the day. Um, you know, we're, Peter Murphy down at uh, down in Hanford, he's been throwing some 410 races out there. So uh, we got to do that on Saturday. So we're getting – He's working uh, with Jim Allen and King of the West and, and guys out here in the state to try to bring the fourth and thing back to health. So is everybody's goal right now that you're just trying to race as much as you can and just stay prepared when the outlaws do get to come back through California? I mean, it's really disappointing that, you know, they're not able mm-hmm. to come out there. I know that a lot of you guys, um, I mean, you know, you, you set the show on fire out there when those guys come out there. So. Um, is that is that what everybody's kind of trying to do right now? Is just keep the competition going and stay sharp and ready for when the outlaws come back through and some of those big money shows. Uh, I mean, I, I, you could say that yes, and you can say that no. I mean, we're on a different tire than the outlaws, so a lot of what we do with our cars uh, with the HTW out here okay. doesn't really apply to uh, the outlaws H tire. So um, at, at least just staying sharp, getting your motors running, keeping them running, and uh, and at the end of the day, it's. Uh, 410 racing, in my mind, and always has been, always will be better racing. So, uh, really, uh, for the fans, uh, you know, if you want to see a better race, I think it's 410 racing. I'm not bad mouth in 360s. Uh, I just think uh, 410s is really uh, 
the pinnacle of sprint car racing, uh, like any other sport, you got a, a top series and uh, that's 410. So uh, when you win, you know, against the 410 guys out here, uh, it's as tough as anything. I think across the whole country with uh, as competitive as gotten out here in California. So the Cading family has done pretty much everything there is to do in racing. Is there some promoting in your future then? Because it sounds like uh, (laughs) you've got some good ideas, and I I have a feeling you'd have the support there too. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's something I thought about, but, uh, I mean, I still enjoy racing, and until I'm uh, not competitive, then I guess, or or can't find the money to to continue to do it, uh, then, you know, I might kick that around. Uh, I do a little bit of work with John Prentice every year, uh, promote my grandfather's race up at uh, Ocean Speedway. And uh, that's a lot of fun, and, and it's something that I enjoy doing. So uh, it's just getting tougher out here uh, to try to find that dollar to, to make it all happen. So, uh, and, and with Peter down there at Hanford, uh, you know, he works uh, pretty closely with a lot of the teams and a lot of the people in the sport. And he's got a lot of support from, from a lot of the racers and families and fans uh, to help his events and, uh, you know, the, the pool is going to start being shallow if I don't make a move quick, I think. <laughs> there you go. But I, I, yeah, exactly. I want to, I want to take your, your assessment of the 360 racing and, and let's, let's, let's talk about 410 racing in the state of California. King of the West, a, a great tour um, that, that's going on out there. And we had Dominic Selzy on and he shared with us what Peter's got going on with some 410 racing is, is, is really the goal here to get, uh, and, and then when you figure the outlaws come through a couple times a year, which hopefully in September and then hopefully next year we get back to normal with the spring and a fall tour, get this so that this this 360 field of cars will invest in 410s. Is that, is, is that kind of the big picture goal that, that, that some of you guys are hoping for out in California? I mean, ultimately, yes. I mean, that's uh, really the goal that, that Peter's working toward, and I think he's doing a good job with it. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'd say two years ago, if we would have went down and just had a standalone 410 race down in Hanford, we might have had 13 cars. And last weekend we had 26, and and a few of them were uh, were 360s. But those guys, you know, when if they want to keep up and they want to win the the bigger races uh, here in California, they they they'll find out that they're going to have to get a 410. And and I think yeah, you know, I think a lot differently, I guess, than most people about it. I think the 360 racing, uh, what it pays for 360 racing, is pretty good. For uh, where it should be at, um, we need to give people an incentive to get out of the 360 and buy the 410. And so that you know the the purchase for the 410s uh, need to rise for those people to you know make, make it look a little more appealing for them. And and I think that we should backtrack with a couple of our things. Our our local 360 races, I think we need to cut back to 20 or 25 laps um, and start and create a, a division between 360s and 410s where. You know, if a fan shows up at the races, a lot of the time they don't know if they're watching the 360 or 410. So, I mean, if we're at a Friday night show uh, up at Watsonville, it is 30 laps, and that fan's paying 17 bucks when the grandstands are open. Well, they're paying 17 bucks for a 410 race as well. So, I think if we cut lap, I mean, just I don't know, somewhere to just create a diversion of uh, what what the difference is between them uh, without me sitting there and telling you that this is a 360 or that's a 410 or advertising that way. So, um, I don't know. I just, the 410 thing, like I, I guess to get back to uh, the question at hand here, uh, it is getting bigger. Pete's doing a good job. Uh, Jim Allen that is uh, handling all the stuff with King of the West. Uh, he's doing a good job with Fujitsu and, you know, we have some corporate sponsorship there and, and that's been a pretty fun project and fun thing to be a part of the last few years. Uh, 
2020 was obviously everywhere really dead, not having anybody at the track, but uh, we at least rose above and had a few races. Uh, so that that was really cool. I'm just really looking forward to 2021. Uh, we'll get some people back in the grandstands here in the next couple of weeks and uh, get the state back opened up and, and get people in the stands and the pits. Uh, it was overwhelming on Saturday, you know, when we were at Hanford and there was people, there were allowed people in the stands there. And, uh, you know, we were getting interviewed, and it was, it was uh, kind of choked up talking. It was cool to see all the people back at the track and uh, a lot of good energy there. I don't think we I, – I think it's interesting, and, and it's funny to hear you say that um, because on Sunday afternoon I was out on the front stretch with Martin Truex Jr. at Martinsville. Yeah. And it impacted him the same no, way. No, not to name drop or anything. Not to name drop or anything. Right? <laughs> no, no. I mean, well, then I was telling Martin I was with Bud Cade. I'm talking to Bud Cading this yeah. Tuesday, so he was impressed. He was real impressed. But no, I think the, I, I, th- it's kind of like we, 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 we assumed the fans were part of this last year. We realized it wasn't part of it, and it's a huge part of the energy as a race car driver to have a buzz and fans at these racetracks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's uh, I mean, it's a pretty cool feeling and you don't, you kind of take an advantage of when uh, as a driver and you're out looking at the track and, and there's a fan yelling for you or booing for you. Yeah. And uh, you don't really know what, what that puts inside of you until you don't have it anymore. And, uh, you know, the last year, you know, being at the racetrack, you just kind of got used to it where, you know, you weren't hearing nothing. You're looking in the grandstands and there's not a soul up there. And, uh, but yeah, it's really, it's cool to see him back and hear this fans screaming for you or, or like I said, or booing for you because uh, we get a little of that as well. So uh, all of it's cool, and, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to get it all back to normal. I mean, thank goodness for all of the streaming that we had and for being able to just watch racing because yeah. I can't watch video game racing on TV, like nothing against no. racing no. or anything, but it's just it's not the same. I need to hear it. I need it to, right. be, it to be, you real. know. Yeah, so thank goodness that um, – that we're back and we, we have those fans back because there's got to be nothing bigger than a letdown than to get out of the car from winning a race and there's no one there to celebrate with. I mean. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. Nobody that you get out and you're excited and it's, it's uh, I, I couldn't imagine being in the other, you know, another sport like basketball, you know, with those guys, you know, the fans that, that they have and the energy levels that those guys bring into the stadium, the fans do. And, um, you know, just to have nobody and that they're piping in fans and it's a, pretty fake to me <laughs> yeah no yeah we're not doing that in any racetracks anytime soon that's not happening so um we're we're glad to have our fans back for sure but so is there any traveling in your future then maybe later on this year for some of those bigger paying money races maybe some of them where they're where they're doubling up like i know eldora's added you know extra races in and stuff is there any of that in your future uh you know if if i had an opportunity to go do it i'd love to uh, get back racing a little bit on the road or travel a little more but um uh, financially it's tough for me to do and then you know all my crew guys everybody's got a 40 hour a week job or more so it's tough for us to uh, get out of here you know we're it's racing for me is not like it used to be 10 years ago when when i had uh, a good backing and employees that work for us full time now we're you know we're here after work at working on the cars and get stuff ready for the weekend so um with our car i doubt it unless uh, somebody wanted to help uh, push that along but uh, I'm more content with what we have going on right now. Uh, we're busy, real busy here at the speed shop and uh, just trying to keep that rolling and then obviously make our race program better every week. And uh, it's tough to contend with uh, some of these guys now, you know, where the uh, the competition level is so high now and, and everybody's equipment is top notch. So 
I mean, if you if you show up and you're a little bit off, it's hard to gather that back up on the weekends. Boy, yeah, but yeah, you said a mouthful there, that's for sure. Well, but I'm telling you, it was great to see you pick up the win. Um, I love uh, what Dominic shared with us and what you've shared with us, the vision of uh, 410 Racing. Peter is just going good. And, um, you know, we've had uh, Jim Allen on. We love talking to him about everything, including his bacon. They give away bacon, Allison, at these Ooh. races. So, yeah. Just oh. a quick story. Jim, Jim, I've known Jim since I was a kid. He used to run the series out here uh, back in the 80s and 90s. And early 2000s when it was sponsored by Budweiser. And uh, and he was working down in Southern California. It's been about six years now. And uh, we were connected on Facebook. And I was down in Disneyland on the weekend. And uh, called him into coming to having lunch with me at ESPN Zone. And uh, we just were talking about sprint car racing and had a few cocktails. And by the end of that, uh, we had him at a race a couple weeks later. And, and he was back out here running and working for the series again the next year. So, uh that's a pretty cool story to get him back out here. And, uh, you know, he's done real good things for us. You know, it was it was getting pretty stale until Jim came back. So uh, we've got some real cool things going on. Uh, it's getting better as a fan, for the fans' aspect. And, like, the bacon is good. I'm telling you, I haven't had any of that Sunny Valley bacon. bacon. The jalapeno is Ooh. probably the best bacon I've ever had in my life. I mean, bacon and beer, you had me right there. <laughs> bacon, beer, and dirt track racing. Yeah, that's the trifecta. <laughs> I'm sold. That is a cool story. How you got Jim back into the fold? I love that. Cool. I'm glad, and I'm glad you did because he is a uh, he's doing a wonderful job out there. Well, Bud, we appreciate the time. Um, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the win Friday night, and uh, more so. Um, I'd love to see this thing where the year or two with the 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 four ten world in California. We're starting to talk more and more about it as far as uh, as far as number of races and number of great teams out there. I think you guys have got a good plan. So we wish you the best on that as well. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me on. And uh, like we were, you were speaking earlier, don't forget that you don't have to just watch the races on Flow and Dirt Vision. Uh, you can get off the couch and get out, support your local track as they open back up and uh, let the fans back in the speedway. So uh, I want to thank you guys for having the show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it gets a lot of feedback uh, for us out here on the West Coast, especially when you have us drivers on. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you, man. Take care, guys. There we go. Bud Kading. Boy, you said a mouthful there at the end, too. I love our pay-per-view, but Absolutely. I'm telling you, get to the racetrack. There's get nothing to the racetrack. like it. There's nothing like yeah. the smell. Nothing. Yeah. Like the I went out there. I did the Kading Classic at Ocean uh, two years ago, two or three years ago. And I am telling you, I, I fell in love with California short track racing. Yeah. I had a weekend planned last year, and it got, obviously, everything last year got canceled. Yeah. And not knowing what was going on, it was just kind of like, well, do I plan one this year? They have five nights of racing, the fastest five nights in motorsports coming up, but I'm tied up with my NASCAR duty somewhere along the way. And I just couldn't make it, but I have got to get back out to California because that sprint car scene is phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so many great tracks that oh. I know that my parents told me that I went to when I was younger, but oh, yeah, you know, yeah. but I don't necessarily remember them. And so I, I would love to get back out there and and hit a string of races. That's good. Good stuff. Always good catching up with Bud Kading. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Sage Fruit has been a longtime supporter of Sprint Car Racing, Sprint Car fans, and us here at Wing Nation. 
What they pride themselves on most is providing shoppers with the highest quality, best tasting apples, pears, and cherries available. Go to sagefruit.com and make sure you ask your local grocer for sage fruit. One of our favorite <laughs> spots in the entire world is turn number two at Knoxville Race. I know it's one of my favorites, and I know it's one of your favorites, too. Absolutely. Yeah. We talk about the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Uh, we do it in the in the um, under the context of a birthday calendar. So uh, earlier this week, Newton Buzz Rose. Later this week, Joey Chitwood Sr., Al uh, Hamilton, Earl Wagner, Don Shepard, W.C. Bud Winfield. Today is... The birthday of Leroy Van Connet, a 1999 inductee mm-hmm. into the National Sprint Car Hall of, Field, uh, Hall of Fame. His name was the Dragon from Galt. That was his nickname. <laughs> I love the nicknames. I've heard lots of Leroy stories over the years. Have you talked to Mike Larson, Kyle's dad? Oh, yeah. Mike Larson, Leroy Van Connet is Mike Larson's hero and favorite driver. Oh, that's awesome. We've talked about him. We talked about him at Millbridge. God, that, that, uh, that night I was up there at yeah. the Jedi with you. Mike and I got uh, got got talking, and he got talking about Lira Vancana stories. It's amazing stuff. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it's good stuff. He started racing jalopies and then moved to the modifieds, super modifieds, and then to sprint cars. He was an eight-time NARC champion with 65 wins. I think only Brent Kading has more of the championships and, and wins out there. So pretty high cotton. He's he was there. the king of the NARC series for sure. Yeah, Brent was, yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. And uh, great, great stuff. And uh, the beauty of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is those stories are enshrined for you and I to enjoy. So when you go to Knoxville this year, make sure you carve some time out, and you better carve a lot of time out. Absolutely. Because you just can't take a whirlwind 20-minute tour through the Hall of Fame. Uh, you need and if to you're do. lucky enough to run into Shane Carson, then oh you get gosh. to hear all of the good stories. <laughs> and your tour takes twice as long, and it's yep. the best time that you've spent all week without a car on the racetrack. Greatest, <laughs> greatest uh, museum finds. Okay, Shane Carson in Knoxville or Lynn Paxton at the Eastern Museum oh, in Pennsylvania. You absolutely. get Lynn. You get Lynn or Shane, you are getting ready to go to college. Yes, and you better watch your start time because heat you're races gonna, are coming up. You don't get out of there. <laughs> and the thing of it is, is the, the problem of it is, is you're enjoying the education as much as anything because they're just wonderful people. Absolutely. So, the stories behind the stories. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the Sprint Car Hall of Fame Museum has a V, uh, a, um, Corvette drawing coming up. A 2021 Z51 Elkhart Lake Blue. This metallic blue Corvette is beautiful. LT3 Corvette. Drawing is August 14th, right before the A feature for the Knoxville Nationals. You can go to www.winaz51corvette.com, or you can just go to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum site, sprintcarhof.com, sprintcarhof.com. All right. Now, we have got some big, big news going on here, okay? Um... We have, and I just uh, put it, I I programmed it, so hopefully it's gone out on our social media in the last half hour or so. We have 10th anniversary Wing Nation gear available now. I just checked it out yesterday. Yeah. I just looked on there, and um, I've got to get the the sunset T-shirt with the palm trees. The sunset with the With the 10 in the nation. Man, y'all know that. There's some great stuff on there. So you can do it uh, one of two ways. You can go to wingnation.com, and we have a link there, and you can order it up. Or those of you going to the racetrack, we're partners with Classic Inc. They're our buddies. They're our pals. Uh, They run the souvenir rig for the All-Stars. So if Mm -hmm. you're at Virginia Motor Speedway, you're at Williams Grove, you're at Port Royal, you're at Bedford this weekend, you can just get it there and grab multiple things. We've got hats, we've got hoodies, we got t-shirts. 
Tenth anniversary of Wing Nation. Who who thought that was uh, who thought that was going to happen? Um, Incredible so, what you and Kendra started. Well, and speaking <laughs> of Kendra, she's going to join us for a podcast this week that'll drop on Thursday. So Kendra Jacobs is our guest on the podcast on Thursday. You can follow along with us on Twitter, on Facebook, and on the YouTube page as well. Um, and then coming up on uh, this weekend's show by Sage Fruit, our television show, Brian Brown joins us, and that is Wednesday night on uh, Rev TV in Canada. And Saturday night on Mav TV. Great hanging out with you here today, also. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Oh, love talking sprint car racing. I always say it's our favorite time of the week, and uh, this week didn't fail us as well. So uh, stay with us, and uh, you will uh, hear from us, uh, Kendra, on Thursday, and Brownie this weekend on our TV show. Thanks for joining us on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Cars. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.